Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 15th episode of the DCL Dude Podcast. As you all know, we just returned last weekend from a seven-night Eastern Caribbean sailing on the Disney Fantasy. And as always seems to be the case when you come back from vacation, it was a pretty hectic week. So um, I wasn't able to, to do a new episode as early as I had hoped, but it's definitely good to be back on here. Um, and I'm going to be getting back into a, a routine of doing an episode every, uh, at least every other week. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and in this episode, we are going to recap our recent sailing, and I will be joined once again by my wife, Alyssa. Hello. And uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna get right into it. So um, we boarded the ship on a Saturday, and we arrived via DCL transfer uh, around one thirty. And I, I I think I've said it in a previous episode if you. If you're planning to get to the the port as early as possible, you probably want to. Uh, and if you're coming from a a, a, a Disney resort, you're probably going to want to arrange your own transportation because we um, that was as early as we could get there because that was when the 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 buses were going to pick us up. So we arrived around 1:30. Um, there weren't a lot of people in the lobby, so we kind of just were able to walk right up to a, a check-in counter and. Um, filled out all our paperwork and one thing that that I learned on this trip so I had chosen to receive um, a a compacted version of our cruise documents instead of the the full cruise documents but what I learned was that um, since our our flight since we were flying JetBlue we could we could um, do on onboard check-in for our flights and they could just check our bags and everything but we didn't have the flight information in our cruise documents because we didn't have the full cruise documents so that's definitely something that i'll probably arrange for next time we'll get the full version because the the modified version didn't have our flight information so i had to fill it all in manually so it just took a little bit longer at check-in than it normally does um and the other thing about check-in is we had brought a uh an oceaneer band for william that um, we got on a previous sailing and they would not let us use the old Oceaneer band. We had to, to get a new one and I, I wanted to use the old one cause I wanted them to give me the new one. Um, but they, they wouldn't give me a, wouldn't give me one without pulling out the, the child insert first. Um, so I was pretty bummed about that. So now we have two Disney Cruise Line Oceaneer bands, um, that, we can't we can't really do anything with unless William takes them to to Disney World. So um, the other thing about the, the the check-in, which I could probably get to later, but um, we when we received the our stateroom bill at the end of the trip, we actually got charged for baggage fees. So we we did get um, to check our bags. We got you know we got luggage tags for the flight. Um, for our bags but we got charged baggage fees and if you if you prepaid your baggage fees like we did you definitely want to take a look at your your stateroom bill to make sure they didn't charge you any fees because i had to get that i had to go to guest services and they and they had to uh get that taken care of they had actually had to call the airline to confirm that we had already paid the baggage fee so just be mindful of that take a look at that and make sure um you're not paying any extra fees so after that, though, we, we boarded um, around 1.45. There wasn't any wait to to get onto the ship. So uh, 
it was all pretty smooth. Once we were on board, they told us that our, our rooms were going to be ready at 1.30, so they were already ready when we got on. So we went straight there to drop off our stroller and, and, our, and our day bags and anything else that we needed to drop off. And um, immediately when we walked into the room, we, we had connecting rooms with my parents um, and, my, and my sister and my, and my brother-in-law. So we, we had a guest services member come and, and open the wall between our verandas, which I thought was really cool. And we, we really enjoyed being able to do that, kind of having that extended veranda between our two rooms and that was cool it basically a lot, of time out of, a lot of time out there it basically doubled the size of the veranda and it was really convenient when you have little kids with the grandparents next door you know they can kind of just go back and forth yeah and it was nice too because the the verandas on the the sides of the ship um aren't as deep as as they are in in other areas like on the back of the ship or in some of the um other extended verandas so it was, it was nice to kind of be able to extend it a little bit but after that, we, we, we typically, traditionally, go straight to cabanas um, on, on our sailings to get lunch. And we, our, our family convinced us to go to the, the Disney Vacation Club member reception, which was going on in the D-Lounge, which was right when we had gotten on. So um, I think you went up to get lunch and brought it back to the, to the reception. Yeah. They convinced us because they said there would be a surprise character you could do a meet and greet with, um, which was fun. And there was no line. We got to hang out with Pluto for a little bit and get some nice pictures. And But, um, yeah, we did have to skip the buffet lunch at Cabana's. So yeah, they also, they also tempted us with a, a drawing for uh, an onboard credit as well. So we, we went for that. But oh, We fall for that every time. Yeah, we've it, never the, won. The presentation ended up being a lot longer than we kind of expected it to be and. Um, we'll probably just go and do our, our traditional lunch on our, our next sailing. So, um, after that was the mustard drill, which was outside for us. Last time we cruised, we were in, um, one of the restaurants, which we really liked, but unfortunately didn't, that didn't work out for us this time. And then we went to the, the kids club open house and we didn't spend as much time in the open house this time as we did on our last sailing. Cause um, you know, same size ship and pretty much the same spaces. So we, we, we kind of just walked through them and um, William got to play around on some of the different things in there. So after that, we headed up to our traditional spot on deck 12 for the, the sail away party and um, got to see all the characters come out and, and dance on stage. I, the There was a... A SpaceX rocket that had just pulled into port on on the barge that it had just landed on a few days before. So I was I was pretty distracted by that because I really wanted to see it as we were we were sailing by. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and I you know I've seen the the sail away party a few times, so uh, I didn't mind kind of having my attention elsewhere. But after the sail away party, we just kind of did our traditional thing. We waved all the people standing on the piers. We pulled out. Um, and then just walked around the upper deck before heading heading back and getting ready for dinner. It was really windy. Uh, felt windier than it normally did, and was which we'll talk about in a minute. But it was sort of a common theme for us on on this sailing was was the wind. 
Our first dinner uh, was in the Royal Court, and it was it was a battle with the kids because they were pretty tired from a long day, and um, and the service team was kind of getting to know us and getting to know our schedule and our our preferences. So um, it was a tough, it was a pretty tough dinner on the first night. Um, our daughter was a little bit tougher than she was last time. Uh, we we took her, so um, I ended up leaving a little bit early before dessert to, to put her to bed so yeah she's 14 months now so she just wants to be running around and not sit through a long dinner so you can only bribe her with food for so long <laughs> she was she was pretty hard to contain but um we did manage so that night we decided to do a movie and popcorn in bed so um i put i put our daughter down in her in her pack and play and um just as a side note, we bring a, it's called an Electrofan Micro sound machine, and this thing is amazing. It's the first time we, we had brought this particular machine, and it was, it was perfect. It's really tiny, and it just fits into just a small area in your suitcase and um, doesn't take up a lot of room. And the sound that it made just drowned out the rest of the sound in the room, so um, it was really awesome. But um, after we put her down, I went down to the the stand outside of the Buena Vista Theater to get the the souvenir popcorn bucket, and I <laughs> I meant to re- make a mental note of the actual cost of it, and I and I didn't, and I I'm pretty mad about that. It was roughly eight dollars for the bucket, um, and which included the first popcorn fill, and then of course refills all throughout the cruise for a dollar fifty plus tax after that. So. Um, we got it on the first night and ended up using it a bunch throughout the rest of the sailing. So that was, that was nice. And then, um, when I came back, you were, you were watching the, the Incredibles in bed with, with William. Yeah. And with the curtain pulled and the sound machine going on the other side, Emily slept in the pack and play right through the whole movie. She couldn't even hear it. It was awesome. Yeah. It's cool how you can kind of make two separate rooms if you, um, if you need to or you want to. And our son actually fell asleep watching <laughs> watching a movie, I think maybe for the first time ever. Never <laughs> falls asleep during movies. So he he was pretty tired, so um the next day was a day at sea. We had made reservations in advance for a nine o'clock Disney Junior character breakfast, which took place in Animator's Palette. Um and I don't know about you. It was it was a little bit. It went differently than I ex, I had expected. I think because I was sort of picturing the, the the Disney Junior character meeting that we did on our last sailing, which was much smaller and a lot more people were there, or a lot fewer people were there. But the way this worked is you um, you went into Animator's Palette and they sat you throughout the restaurant, kind of according to your your breakfast time and then they just sort of rotated um your seatings around the restaurant according to your to your breakfast time so there were a lot of people in there there were a lot more than um than i than i was expecting and and the characters were just would just kind of rotate from section to section meeting all the kids and uh so we were visited by captain jake princess sophia Mickey and Doc McStuffins and it was just a traditional breakfast where they give you a menu and you get waiter service and um and and all the characters got to got to visit. 
It was all Disney Junior themed, even the menu, and they have Disney Junior shows playing on the screens all around the restaurant. So it was absolutely perfect for our four-year-old. Um, it was an absolute nightmare for the baby who <laughs> is terrified of characters. And ever, as soon as one character would leave our table, she would settle down and another one would come. So <laughs> it was constant um, fear for her. But for the four-year-old, he was just in heaven. And Captain Jake is his favorite, so he was really excited. Yeah. Um, also, the ni- uh, the first night on the ship in our um, fish extender exchange, we received a, uh, each of our kids received a pillowcase that was embroidered with their name and it said Fantasy 2018 on it and it came with two Sharpies. So we were able to bring those to the Disney Junior Breakfast and get signatures from all of those characters as well. Yeah, they were great. They would stop and take pictures and sign anything you wanted. So, um, yeah, this was the the first time we had uh, signed up to do fish extenders. We kind of wanted to try it out and see what all the, um, you know, what everyone loves so much about it. And we enjoyed it. And it was our son really liked coming back and checking our what he called our mailbox every day and and seeing if there was anything in there. So um, it was fun. For the rest of the day, we pretty much just spent it between the Mickey Pool and the Mickey Slide and and Nemo's Reef. It, the day, the day started off really cool and and windy. I I tried to take William to the Aqua Lab first, but the the water was too cold and and just the wind blowing made it even colder. So when when we were wet, um, it made us really cold, and and William wasn't wasn't very interested in that. So we spent most of the day at the at the pool and at the mickey slide um and like i said wind was a pretty was a a common theme for our our two our first two days at sea the aqueduct was closed basically for the the full two days at sea which um i i i knew i always knew that they when the aqueduct was closed that that it was because of the wind but i never really knew why and so i i just asked a, a lifeguard why and um, he said, actually, because there's two areas where the, the, the slide is open, it's open air and the wind will actually sweep in and lift the rafts off of the, uh, the slide, um, and people will get stuck on there. So that's the reason that the wind causes it to close. I always thought it was, I don't know, for other reasons, but, um, it made a lot more sense once I, once I found out, so. Um, luckily it did warm up as the day went on and, and our son just loved playing in the pool and, and on the Mickey slide and just would go back and forth between the two a hundred times. So he loves how independent the Mickey slide is. Mm. He, you know, no adults go up to the top. So they go up, the kids go up by themselves and there's a red light and a green light at the top and he knows when it turns green, he comes down by itself and he comes down with a huge smile on his face every single time. (laughs) And we love that there are a bunch of tables and chairs set up right next to the slide so we can just sit on the side and eat lunch and he can just be on the slide going over and over and over by himself. Yeah, that was probably the most time we've spent at this, you know, throughout the trip was probably the most time we spent at the pool. So um, (laughs) I got to kind of observe a lot and there's some things that I had never noticed or really paid attention to and it really just kind of made it clear to me how small the pools actually are. I mean, they, they got really crowded and, um, as you would expect on the sea days, cause everyone's just on the pool deck. And, um, 
it'd be it'd be nice to see some some larger pools for the kids maybe on the on the newer ships or if they ever um if they ever reimagined the the pool deck um it just get they get really crowded and especially when the aqueduct is closed when people don't have anything else to do they you know they they go to the pools <laughs> and i also notice how strict the lifeguards are and you know i get there's a lot of kids in the in the pool and um you know safety really really matters but um you know just the no jumping and no splashing and and, and all that um all those kinds of things and they they close it every um every hour for 10 minutes to kind of let the chlorine um reset so just you know just made it really clear how how crowded the pools were and um but i don't really there's nothing really you can do about it though yeah the kids do not mind at all right. they all yeah, were having he, a great he time he didn't care at all so um and once we had sort of had enough with the pool we 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 pulled him out and uh went and get dressed and went to stand in line to meet some characters and um Probably we probably spent more time meeting characters this cruise than we typically had, just because we had the the pillowcases um, to get autographed, and and our kids really seemed to. Well, <laughs> our son really liked it. Our, our, our daughter, we're still getting warmed up to to character meetings. And then later that afternoon, we also took William to to try out the kids club. Um, for the first time, not on embarkation day. So it was really just a, a trial for the rest of the cruise just to get him in there and get him acclimated and see see how he would like it, see if he, he uh, would like to stay. Um, and I, wait, I just waited outside just to see how he would do, to see if he um, liked staying in there. Because, like I said, we had never dropped him off in there before, so um, we wanted to see how, how he would do. And he kind of just bounced around from, from area to area. Dr. Strange visited uh, at one point and he was showing them some magic tricks and he was, he was, uh, he was into that. And I think about a half hour I gave him and then I pulled him out to, to go get ready for dinner. And, um, he said he had fun. He just, he, he never really wanted to go back again. I think he just was more interested in being at the pool anytime that we had, um, some free time. So our dinner that night was in Animator's Palette, and it was crush night. And our brother-in-law, or my brother-in-law, who is a uh, a first-time cruiser, thought it was <laughs> pretty crazy how um, Crush could interact with the with the guests, and and Crush had had called him out specifically. And it was it was pretty fun to watch him uh, interact with Crush and to see his reactions. Are we allowed to give spoilers? Uh, well, I kind of just did, I guess, <laughs> yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, Crush just appeared right behind him and just called him out and started talking to him. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, whoa, what just happened? Yeah, he talks back yeah, and forth. It was so cool. It was pretty funny. Uh, the show that night was Disney's Wishes, and of course our son loved it and kind of sat on the edge of his seat the whole time and was, was, ve- was watching very intently, um, I had had rocked our daughter to sleep before the show had even started, and and she slept through the whole show, which was, which was good because we all got to watch it and enjoy it, and uh, didn't have none of us had to leave to go put her to bed. So, I'm always so surprised at how well William does at the shows. The f- um, first 
time we brought him to one of the shows, he had just turned two, and I thought there's no way he's gonna th- sit through a Broadway musical, and he he loved it then too. And every show this time, he did great. It's the whole thing. Yeah. The so the next morning was another day at sea, and we kind of had a lazy morning in the room because. Uh, we had a 10 a.m. Apollo brunch reservation. So this was a first for us. We um, This was our first time dining in Apollo for brunch or for dinner. So we were pretty excited to try it out and um, and uh, really just excited to kind of have the, the morning to ourselves and, and eat and relax a little bit by ourselves. Our, our parents and, uh, and, and my other family took care of the kids for us while we got to enjoy our experience so um we had anson as our server and he was he was awesome he really um he kind of, he gave us a tour of the area and kind of explained how the brunch works explained to us that there was um a buffet portion and also a sit-down portion and um showed us the buffets and of course showed us the the dessert table first which we were um very impressed by and, and couldn't wait to get to to the dessert area but I would have gone just for that dessert table. I could have <laughs> yeah. skipped the actual meal. Yeah, and so they had um, they had a pastry table, which you spent a lot of time. That's at. my favorite. And they had croissants. a croissant. Uh, yep, croissants. Uh, Mini muffins. <laughs> <laughs> all the carbs. All the carbs. Um, and they had a table that was seafood, which I really enjoyed. There was a lot of great seafood options on there and then there was another table that was kind of italian antipasti type uh uh small plates yeah small plates and so we we both found some things on there that we liked and then um once we finished our uh i guess you can kind of call it the appetizer the the pre the pre-entree uh dining part we both ordered off the menu um, i ordered the chicken parm which you thought was a little bit adventurous for being 10 a.m it was 10 o'clock <laughs> in the morning and it sounded amazing and it looked amazing and it was amazing yeah. but i just i can't eat pasta <laughs> at 10 a.m so i got a mickey waffle and i was told it is the largest mickey waffle you can get on a ship yeah. and it was it was the size of the plate it wasn't the normal one you can get at and the best because it was fresh and fluffy and yes they wait until you are done with your appetizers before they even start cooking your food so it comes out fresh and hot and it had strawberries and whipped cream or you could have had apple cinnamon so it was so good yeah i uh i had told anson our server that i couldn't decide between the the chicken parm and the lasagna so we actually <laughs> brought me one of each so i had a very heavy uh brunch apollo brunch experience but everything was was really delicious and we really uh really enjoyed it and the the view was really cool too because um if you've if you've toured apollo or if you've eaten in apollo you you know that all the the majority of the seats all the seats are you know look out toward um toward the ocean you have kind of a, a panoramic view of of the ocean so it was really 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 cool to just sit there and, and be able to look out the out the windows and it was funny because you could kind of see a storm rolling in it was 
clear blue skies when we started dinner and uh, sorry it was when we started brunch and as the brunch went along we we were sailing into a uh, a storm and it was really funny that you could really see it coming um and and to be able to watch it and then the rain just started started coming down but it didn't last too long so i think by the time we had gotten out of brunch the rain had stopped so we we again headed out to the pool and and did the mickey slide and and did Nemo's Reef, and uh, but still no aqueduct. It was still very, very windy, so they still didn't have the the aqueduct running. So then again, uh, later in the afternoons, we did more character greetings. You want to talk about? Yeah, at one point, I don't. Do you remember where we were going? And we were just walking down a hall, and I had the kids, and Wes had the bag with the cameras in it, and so I had nothing, and we just ran into Belle, and he. William just stopped and wanted to show her a little toy that he was carrying. And she stopped and talked to him for so long, hugged him. They had a full-out conversation. She was completely in character as Belle. And um, this went on for a long time. And the entire time I was hoping Wes would come around the corner with the camera. And he missed the whole thing. So there is (laughs) no evidence that that (laughs) happened. But hopefully he has that memory. (laughs) It's pretty cool. They they had characters and princesses walking um walking around just not with anybody just saying hi to guests interacting with guests um which i'm sure happens all the time we just spent more time um standing in those lines and stuff this time so noticed it a little bit more which was cool so the next day was our first day in port and we were visiting saint martin and this was supposed to be the day that we were visiting Tortola, but um, because of the, the hurricane, we actually visited St. Martin instead. And this was actually our second visit to, to St. Martin. Um, in our first visit, we did not have a great experience in St. Martin. So we weren't, um, I don't want to say we weren't optimistic, but we, we weren't really looking forward to um, our day in St. Martin but Alyssa had had done some research beforehand and found um, this hotel there called the Holland House Hotel, and saw that they offer a beach pass to um, to passengers who are visiting from the cruise ships. And so for twenty five dollars, they give you two beach chairs, an umbrella, four drinks, and Wi Fi access. So the the hotel you can actually see from the ship. And vice versa, from the hotel, you can get a great view of the ship. Um, so it's within walking distance of the ship, or, you know, we would definitely recommend taking the water taxi over. But, and the beach is beautiful, and it was nice to not have to deal with, like, one of the local vendors to who were, you know, trying to sell you beach chairs and umbrellas and, and everything as you walked toward, um, as you walked along the pier there. But, um it was really cool. I, I I thought it was a a great find by by you and and the oh, beach was you. was nice and the view of the ship was nice and the water was just beautiful. It was a great day in, in St. Martin. Um they also allowed us access to there's an outdoor shower and the bathrooms inside which were really clean. The whole place I think had just been renovated. Um so the the lobby of the hotel and the bathroom that from what I saw, it was very clean and new and really nice. Yeah, it was awesome. It, really, everything you would sort of want from a, a beach day, I think. Um, 
and so we we really enjoyed our time we we didn't spend a whole lot of time there um i actually i took i took our son out jet skiing they have sort of the local vendors right there who are walking along the beaches asking if you want to go jet skiing so i took him out um which was really awesome he just sat in the front of the jet ski with me and and we kind of zipped around the um in front of the beach there for a little while so that was a lot of fun i'm I'm glad that i did that and um, i got some good video and uh i was pretty excited to to share that experience with him he had a lot of fun we headed back to the ship around a little afternoon probably to get lunch and for um for emily to take a nap and and we thought that it would be a good time to to get in a couple quick rides on the aqueduct because it it was open for um, while we were in port, but that was not the case. Um, I got to ride once, and we probably stood in line for a half an hour, um, and that ended up actually being. Did you go on with him? I did it. Yeah. With yep. him. Yeah. Okay. So William only went on twice, uh, once with each of us because he, he didn't want to stand in the lines the rest of the time. So. We could usually when you're in port, everybody's off on excursions and yeah there's not much of a line we couldn't believe how many people were in line that's kind of what we expected and uh that did that did not turn out to be the case so um for the rest much of the rest of the afternoon my my whole family was kind of just spending time on on our verandas um and you know we didn't really have have a lot that we wanted to do that afternoon so we kind of just had a lazy afternoon and um got us ready for for pirate night so after we had eaten uh, in the restaurant, we we took, or I took William up to our traditional spot on the starboard side of deck twelve, and you stayed in the room because, because um, Emily was was pretty tired and and put Emily to sleep. The fireworks don't start till was it ten fifteen? It's much later I've, than I had remembered. Yeah, I think so it was 10, It was hard 15. to keep William awake. Yeah. Nine fifteen or ten fifteen? It was ten fifteen. Yeah, I think I think you might be right. Um, so I took I took William up and uh I I'm not a big fan of the, of the pirate show that they do before the fireworks. I I know it's you know they need something to kind of set the fireworks up, but um I don't know. I I could I could do without that, but I love the fireworks. I've always loved the fireworks. I think it's I just think it's so cool to be out in the middle of the ocean and and to be able to to watch the fireworks. Um and I love the music that they play while the fireworks are going off and Liz did a naughty thing and watched the fireworks from our veranda. <laughs> I had the best view out of everyone <laughs> on the ship. Um, Apparently, that's not allowed. I didn't see the memo. I don't. I don't think we got one. That's note. true. Our our my parents said they received uh, a notice in their stateroom about staying off the veranda um, during the fireworks. However, we we did not get one, such so. a notice. So. Um, I put the baby to bed and I was just kind of <laughs> hanging out in the room and I heard the fireworks going off. So I went out on the veranda to peek and they were right in front of me and it was awesome. I could hear the music and it was just me and the ocean. Yeah, yeah. And the fireworks right in front of me got an awesome picture. Yep. I would do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's awesome. Maybe I'll do it next time uh, too. Uh, the next day we were in St. Thomas and we kind of got up as we were pulling into port and, um, the, the captain 
was backing the ship into the port so we had flipped around and we so we got a great view of St. Thomas as we were pulling in um and it's just it's amazing how much different the port of St. Thomas is than the the port of St. Martin the St. Martin one is very industrial and it's definitely not as 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 easy on the eyes as the, the as St. Thomas is St. Thomas is beautiful I I really really like um St. Thomas um and so we we hadn't planned anything for St. Thomas in advance. Um, the last time we visited, before we had kids, uh, Alyssa and I headed over to St. John, which we absolutely loved. And we really wanted to, to go back again, but um, we, we couldn't really figure out an easy way to, to get to where we wanted to go without bringing car seats along. So we really wanted to visit Cinnamon Bay in St. John and, and visit the beach there and go snorkeling there. But everything we were reading said that we needed to take the, the ferry over to St. John, obviously, but then that you needed to take a cab, um, over to, to the beach. Um, and so it was the cab part that we, we couldn't really wrap our heads around and, and maybe we didn't need the car seats for the cabs, but, um, we didn't really want to chance that we, we decided to just, Air on the side of caution and and uh decided not to visit saint uh saint john so um my parents though and my my sister and her husband and my brother and his fiance had planned to take the the sky ride tram up the mountain which you can see which you could see from the ship um and it looked pretty cool so we we tagged along and we did that um I did think it was a little bit of ex- a little bit expensive though it was twenty one dollars per adult. Uh, luckily the kids were free but you know just to take you up the mountain and then to take you back down i thought 21 dollars was um a little bit a little bit expensive and we did buy our tickets right on the ship um and it was called an excursion but you could go at any time it's i think it said like it was a nine o'clock excursion but it wasn't one of the excursions where you all have to meet as a group and then you all leave together you could just go whenever you wanted right and it was actually the the same price as the ticket at the actual um, uh, at the tra- uh, um, at the tram. So uh, it was a it was really convenient to be able to buy the tickets on the ship. And so once you got to the top, the views were the views were awesome. They were it was gorgeous up there. You could see all of St. Thomas, <clears throat> excuse me, and obviously great views of the ship. Great photo opportunities and they had a local craft shops at the top and they had a bar and a restaurant so it was a really fun place to hang out we we hung out up there for um i don't know probably a little over an hour uh, yeah maybe an hour and a half two some hours fun drinks yeah and kind of just hung out at got a table up there and 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 overlook st thomas apparently there used to be a trail that you could hike up to the very top of the mountain where you uh could see st john but the we were told that the the hurricane actually wiped out that trail so we weren't able to do that so you could um, walk up to the point that where we walked up to and right. people were doing that they were very sweaty <laughs> it was yeah, hot yeah. um yeah it was and it was interesting you could see on the on the while you're riding the tram on the way up and on the way down some of the houses that had had been damaged i i assumed it was from the hurricane i, I don't know for sure but um i assumed that that's that was the case yeah, a lot of the houses had boarded up windows. And even on um, St. Martin, actually, the day before, 
the hotel that we got the day pass at was beautiful and renovated, but on both sides of it were hotels that were completely destroyed and there was construction going on. Um, all the windows boarded up and there was construction everywhere, actually. Everyone was working on roofs and mm-hmm. everything, so I think it was... Still recovering, yeah. Yeah, still recovering. Yep. Back at the ship that night was the uh, drawn to animation night in Animator's Palette. So another cool night because none of none of my other family actually uh, my other family members had actually experienced it before. So um, they all got to draw their characters on their on their sheets and and actually we have, I have some decent uh, artists in my family, so they actually drew some pretty good uh, characters that got to be animated. So. And William got to draw his own picture and, and thought it was pretty cool watching it come to come to life on the screen. He it was actually pretty cool, I thought, how he how he drew his. I didn't expect him to be able to draw quite like he did. And he, he drew a, a character that they that they uh they brought to life, which was which was awesome. Super cute. Yeah. Um and the other cool thing about that night was they actually played cartoons on the screens throughout the dinner, which was really awesome to keep him him entertained the whole time because we 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 had trouble uh, during dinners with him because they you know because they take so long um, and he uh, was having trouble sitting through it all but he was pretty much glued to the TV screens the whole time. Yeah, we wanted to request that they yeah. do that every night. Yeah, typically we we bring an iPad to dinners for for emergency situations, but. I actually left my iPad on the plane. I left it in the front pocket of the plane on the way down and didn't realize it until we were getting on the ship. And uh, I just found out this week, actually, that they found my iPad and, and they mailed it back to me. So I was, I was pretty excited about that. But we unfortunately didn't have have the luxury of having it on the cruise with us. So um, that night was the uh, Aladdin musical in the Walt Disney Theater. Um Again, I put Emily to sleep prior to to uh, to the show starting, and we got some popcorn in our buckets, and um, and just one thing that I I noticed throughout the trip, we we got to the theater on show nights around about twenty minutes or so before each show started, and I couldn't I I was surprised at how full it already was. It's it's not what I'm used to. Usually we get there around twenty minutes early anyway, but we're you know, we kind of have the um, the pick of our seats, and and that wasn't the case this time. We um, there were a lot more people in the theater. So that night, I after Aladdin, I was <laughs> uh, my my mind was on Game Seven of the the Stanley Cup playoffs for the between the Bruins and the and the Toronto Maple Leafs. So I, I headed to O'Gills to to catch the game, and when I got there, I found out that they didn't have the game which I was pretty disappointed about and I, I learned that they're pretty limited on their sports channels um, they had this channel called sport 24 and whatever that channel was broadcasting um, was was the sports that they had and obviously they had ESPN um, and ABC access to the ESPN and ABC but the the game wasn't being played on that so um, <laughs> we had to we had to watch watch the the results of the game on the the bottom line ticker while we watched one of the basketball games so there were a few Bruins fans in there there were some maple um some maple Leafs fans in there so um we uh 
it was an interesting way to to watch a hockey game. But I was pretty disappointed. I I, I was hoping that you know it being a quote unquote um, sports bar that they would be able to to kind of get any of the the sporting events that were going on, but that was not the case. The next day was another day at sea, and we started off uh, the morning by having breakfast in Enchanted Garden, which we kind of got used to, and that's sort of our preference for having uh, breakfast, Was is doing it in Enchanted Garden, where um, it's a sit-down, but it also is a buffet, and they have uh, drink service, so the waiters will bring you drinks. Um, and I th- and every other time we've sailed, we've, we've had daily breakfast in... Um, one of the restaurants, but um, I found out that that they only offer it on one sea day uh, of the longer sailings now, and um, I wasn't, they weren't exactly sure when this changed, but I was told that it's because of all the food that gets wasted, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's, um, they between the three restaurants that are, that are serving food in the mornings, I imagine they, they throw a lot away, so, um, so that made sense. And again, the rest of the day was spent between the pool and the slide and the splash pad. And we actually got to spend some time in the Aqua Lab this time because it was a lot warmer, um, which was which was cool. I, it was fun splashing around in there and letting all the water dump all over me and my son. And we got to run around there, which was pretty cool. Um, the Aqua Lab, if you have never seen it, it's almost like a bigger kid's splash pad. Um and I assumed because it was a splash pad that any age could go in it, but it has the same rules as the pool. You have to be potty trained and there's no swim diapers allowed. So Emily had to stay down in Nemo's Reef and was not allowed to go in the Aqua Lab. Later in the afternoon, we, we attended the character dance party in the, the lobby on, on deck three, which was really awesome. I... I really enjoyed it. I think you liked it a lot. Yeah, it was but, really fun. Um, our son thought it was super cool. So um, you just got to to put the the kids down and um, and and let them go and dance with all the characters, and the, the characters would sort of rotate around uh, the lobby. So each so everyone got to dance with all the characters, and you got to take pictures, and um, it was really cool because they would kind of personally dance with a bunch of the kids so it was great for picture opportunities and video opportunities so we really enjoyed that it was a lot of fun emily actually tolerated the characters a little bit better when you know we were kind of dancing with her and the characters were just dancing behind us um i think i think she had fun too it was a lot of the classic characters mickey minnie chip and dale goofy Daisy, Donald. Yeah, it was all the, all the classic characters. Yeah, yep, yep. So that was that was fun. That evening we got to go out and um, hang out in the adult space because my my parents agreed to 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 stay in their room and we left the door open between the rooms so they could um, um, monitor the kids while they slept and we went down to to watch Match Your Mate, which is. Um, uh, a show that uh, was taking place in the tube that we had gone to on our last sailing and really liked. We, it's a, it's pretty funny. They ask a lot of funny questions, and uh, the 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 adult entertainment guy on on our cruise 
uh, hashtag Tony from Spain is what he would refer to himself as was a lot of fun. He was super funny and uh, really made made the night a lot of fun. And um, we tried to get on the show, but they made a mistake and they didn't pick us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, big mistake. Uh, after that. You were not interested in this at all, but I went with my brother and my sister and their significant others to the premiere at sea of the Avengers Infinity Wars. And so this is something that was kind of on my um, Disney Cruise Line bucket list for a while to to see a premiere at sea of a movie that I really wanted to see. So I was I was pretty pumped about this when they when they moved the the release date up. It it fell right in line with our with our cruise date. So um and they never talked about it throughout the the cruise until it showed up on the navigator the morning of. It was all it was always just kind of speculated, but they did they did show it um and it was awesome. So we saw the the midnight premiere of Infinity Wars. Um the they were showing it in both the Buena Vista Theater and in the Walt Disney Theater. They had it in 3D in the Buena Vista Theater, um, and the which was packed. That one was pretty much full, and they had it in 2T, 2D in the Walt Disney Theater, which was not as crowded. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I I'm not a big fan of watching movies in 3D, um, and neither were were the rest of my family members. So, we. Uh, we watched it in the Walt Disney Theater and and had a lot of fun. It was awesome. The movie was great. You should go see it. I went to bed. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> Liz is not Liz is not a big uh, superhero movie fan, especially at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> so the last day, the the last port day, was at Castaway Key, um, and we were really excited about Castaway Key. We were really excited at the beginning of the cruise because I I knew my brother was going to be in one of the first boarding groups at the beginning of the cruise. So I had told him to go straight to guest services as soon as he got on and get on the wait list for a cabana. And when he got on, they told him he was the, the first one on the list and they had said that there was a pretty strong chance that we'd that we'd get one. And he texted me. We were still we were still at the wilderness lodge when he texted me. And I was so, so excited because I I figured, you know, being first on the list that at least one family would cancel um, their cabana. And so we, we kind of asked, we asked him every single day if he, uh, leading up to Kaswiki, if he had heard any updates and kept telling us no. And we kind of held out hope all the way up until the last day. And ultimately, we did not end up getting a cabana. And I, <laughs> I pretty much looked probably 10 times a day every day leading up to our cruise to try to book one. And nothing ever came available, so um, maybe next time. But, you know, we were still excited about the day. We got ready in time to get off the ship right as it was cleared so that we could get to the beach and, um, and get to a spot that we wanted. And, and we were able to do that. So the rest of my family ran the, the 5K um i was going to run the 5k but i forgot to bring my running shoes which i was bummed about but then also not really bummed about (laughs) (laughs) that run is hot yeah it's a warm one um but we 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 
we we made it uh to the beach and we got the spot that we wanted so we were pretty excited and um just spent the day kind of enjoying the beach and i got to go snorkeling and um we got william some sand toys so that he could play there in the sand and he went out to pelican plunge although we did not go down the slide because he didn't want to wait in the line um and we played on the water playground, and so we just we had a great day on Casuiki. The weather was beautiful. I think they had told us we were supposed to get some some rain or you know some chance a chance of some uh, thunderstorms, but it never came. And so we had a we had a great day at Casuiki. It was it was awesome. We were in our spot on the beach from after breakfast to until they made us get back on the right. Boat. Yeah, we they we were- stayed we stayed ashore probably the longest we'd ever stayed yeah they were cleaning up yeah closing all the umbrellas <laughs> kind of like they, were, the chairs. they were kicking us out because yeah they were closing everything up which we went bike riding probably around three o'clock right um we rented some bikes and we had planned to visit summertime freeze to get some smoothies after after the bike ride and uh once we returned the bikes we headed over to summertime freeze and found out that it was closed we were so so disappointed i even asked a cast member <laughs> that i saw if he had any connection to open the smoothie hut back up <laughs> you so wanted to get knock in. on the the doors yeah william was yelling through the cracks is anyone in there cuz we have been talking about the ice palace smoothie for 6 months yeah we blew it Waited all we day for that We we kept putting it off and saying we'll just do it later, and we certainly certainly learned our lesson. So, so definitely have to. Don't wait. If you want a smoothie? <laughs> get on closes that early next time. Yeah. So, um, and then we just we visited the the merchandise shops on our way back as we always do because we like to get stock up on our our Castaway Key branded merchandise and, um. And then once you're back on the ship, it's pretty depressing because then you you have to to pack up all your stuff. So you have this great day at Castaway Key, but then you gotta you gotta pack. So um, to get your bags outside between eight thirty and ten thirty p.m. I always feel like on the last night there's just like a sad feeling among the ship <laughs> everybody's is, yeah. like a little bit quieter yeah. and it's kind of stressful too because you have dinner that you want to get to and there's a show that you want to get to and between all that you have to <laughs> pack up your room that you had completely unpacked for um you know seven days prior and we try to we try to keep our stuff pretty contained and keep everything all in one place so that it's easier to pack up at the end of the cruise um it's not. It's not easy. It's pretty messy. Yeah, it's it's pretty our messy. Poor, so. Our poor room. Yeah. But it was one thing that was awesome for us that you know we hadn't experienced before was the 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 bag check um to our final destination. So we got luggage tags in our room that we put right on our suitcases and then once we put our suitcases outside the door, we didn't see them again till till we got home. Um, so that was really nice, not having to to worry about those or pick them up um, out in the um, in the warehouse of the rest of the luggage. So, um, and they were there. We were convinced they would get lost because I was. I was we had a layover. It, it wasn't, gonna, and it was a quick layover too. Um, so uh, that was pretty cool. So if your if your airline is one of the ones that participates uh in, in that service i i definitely highly recommend recommend doing that because it was, Ours was really, JetBlue. really convenient yeah we flew we flew JetBlue, and i i think there's a couple other airlines that that do it our 
our family was on Southwest and they, they do not do it. So, and it always amazes me how quickly they get all the luggage off the ship and they get it sorted. Cause there's a, obviously a ton of luggage and, and it's, it's always ready for us, um, right when we get off. So, and then finally just customs process was, was, was really smooth. It's easy to, to get through customs. I mean, there's a, there's a long line that you're waiting in, but, um, but, uh, it moves it moves along pretty quickly so um that was the end of end of our our trip and uh we our our flight home was much more uh eventful but that's oh we should mention the Orlando airport has uh the Hyatt oh yeah it's right a, in yeah. the airport and um if you have a long time before your flight, you can get a day pass or a day room, right? And it doesn't have a bed in it. It's just a couch and a bathroom. And um, you can use their pool. So just someplace you can kind of store your stuff and hang out, take naps if you have a long time to wait. Right. But make sure you reserve. If, if you know you have a, a long time between um, debarkation and your flight, make sure you... And if that's something you want to do, make sure you reserve it in advance because we we were not able to get a day room because they had already sold out. So um, had we done better planning, we would have reserved one in advance. And, and I thought it would it would have been great to kind of pass the time and just hang out in the pool because we had a long time before our flight. So We ended up hanging out at the hotel lobby anyway just because it was cleaner yeah. and less crowded yeah. than yeah, the so that worked out well. airport. So that's it. Thanks for uh, for following along with us and and uh, for following along on Twitter to the extent that I was able to to post. I had some some technical difficulties earlier early on, and then by the time I got it figured out, I I had kind of just decided I was just going to disconnect for the the rest of the trip. So um, so next time I'll definitely learn from this time and, and try to try to do better next time. But. Um, thanks for following along i hope that uh this was interesting and that you enjoyed listening and uh i really appreciate it so um thanks for listening and i'll talk to you talk to you next time bye as a reminder you can connect with the show by following along on twitter at the dcl dude or by liking us on facebook at facebook.com slash dcl dude podcast Please feel free to ask a question or leave a comment or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes uh, and leave me some feedback. And of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening.